The Violet Uncut is a series of podcast episodes that aim to celebrate the history, talents and stories of LGBT plus women. We'll be talking to a range of different women with different tales to tell. Stay tuned for more. Hello and welcome to The Violet Uncut. I'm your host Jessica Matheson and I'm joined today by Ellie White as we discuss what it's like to be bi with a boyfriend. Hello Ellie. Hi. How are you feeling? I'm feeling a bit nervous. But... You so are, I can <laughs> see her shaking but all's good. It's going to be a fantastic episode um, where we obviously are going to discuss what it's like to be bisexual as a woman with a boyfriend. Yes. And we're going to steer clear from biphobia, which is a really big issue that we're going to get into in this episode here. But I think I'm going to start off by asking, when did you realise that um, that you might be bisexual and what's your kind of journey been with that? So um, I think I've kind of known my whole life, but it's not something that I touched on with myself until like, I don't know, probably 17, 18. I, it was something that I just ignored for a while because I didn't really want to deal with it yeah and I guess it's kind of um easier to do that when you are bi because you can kind of think oh it's fine I can just fancy boys it's easy exactly there's always that thing about girls you're like oh yeah I always just kind of thought um no it's fine I'm I'm probably just straight yeah you know it's something that I was really nervous about and I don't know I just it's it's something I didn't really learn about as a kid either so Mm. I just kind of put it off until I got older. Yeah, and, and people are probably picking up on the accent already, but <laughs> tell us where you're from. I'm from Canada, but I have been living in Las Vegas since I was 12. Yeah, and so um, what's that been like growing up over there and knowing you were bi? Um, I don't know. I When I moved to Las Vegas, obviously it's, much, it's a much bigger city than where I'm from in Canada. I'm from quite a small town, so moving to Las Vegas, um, I don't know. I feel like it really opened different opportunities opportunities I met more people and Mm -hmm. you know I I made lots of friends who were also bi or who were gay um but I just didn't really talk about it you know yeah I have to say I feel like we're luckier as a generation growing up that and my mom always says it to me so many more people seem to just be happy saying that they're bi because bisexuality can be such a big frame of things you know it can be you know two percent women like 98% of my mass is so bad there, 98% <laughs> men and that's you, that you're bi and people are okay but with just saying that so um that's probably one of the best things about that yeah. label uh but so you moved over here to Edinburgh um for university what do you think about the gay scene over here the queer scene it is so much more open than I thought it was really well to be honest I just didn't know what I was moving into you mm-hmm. know I've been here before because my sister lives here as well, and my sister's bi too, so that made it a lot easier to come out and tell Two my family. Two bi's in the family. <laughs> That's what I mean. Everyone's bi. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I don't know, it was so much easier. When I first moved here, my whole my whole plan was, from the very start, I'm telling all my friends that I'm bi. Everyone's yeah. going to know. It's, it's not going to be something that I'm trying to hide from anymore. Mm. And my whole goal was to experiment more when I got here and to meet people and yeah. see where it took me. That's so interesting because I did the exact opposite. <laughs> I came out just before I left high school and thought, oh my God, this is really not as much fun as I thought it would be <laughs> growing up in it was the small town I was from. And so I came to uni and was like, I cannot tell anyone. It's going to be great. If my fresh start, I will be straight. <laughs> and then I just kept getting pronouns wrong to my flatmates. I'd be like, she looked at me at work and she was really pretty. And my flatmate was like, it was Jenny. Yeah. And she was like, wait, she? <laughs> It's like, oh, sorry, he. I'm so bad for that. Oh. <laughs> like, as if I get my lefts and rights wrong, that kind of thing. Um, but that's really good that you came over and you did, actually. You were very excited to experiment. Yeah. 
and then who did we meet <laughs> um, what went wrong no no and then tell me you got into a fantastic relationship yeah tell me about that so um when I first moved here I I don't know I, I had a hard time meeting people because of COVID and so after I met you obviously mm-hmm. I downloaded tinder and started <laughs> a having- lot of people say that to me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I met you and I got tinder <laughs> it was so, it was like a game for us we would we would sit yeah. and drink wine and play tinder on our phone <laughs> And so I went out with um, a few girls. Yeah, and you were so successful. I had I went on so many dates with, with random people. And um, some of them worked out for a while. Some of them just did not. Yeah. And that's okay. It was a lot of fun. And so... Um, I, I have to say there, sorry to jump in. I love that... Um, oh, what's that noise? <laughs> I love casual dating with women was just the most romantic <laughs> thing ever. Like Ellie was going on picnics. She was like... <laughs> that girl that had the climbing frame yeah. in her room I hope she watches it listens to this <laughs> like that's so romantic and stuff and I just feel like um I don't know comparing it to other um I don't want to compare but you know like casual dating <laughs> yeah. for other people or sexualities or whatever can be a bit scary it, yeah a bit focused on sex for example that's true I don't know why with women but it was so romantic <laughs> It was so much fun. This one girl brought me flowers on my birthday, and yeah. then I made her cookies, and we and I brought her flowers. It was so much so fun. So sweet, so sweet. <laughs> but um, keep going. You were saying so you were experimenting. Um, yeah. So I, I had my Tinder set to all girls for a while. Mm-hmm. I was I was just trying to go out with girls, and after a while, I was like, you know, because for a while I thought I was gay, and that's where kind of everything started. At least on Tinder, I was trying to meet girls so I could experiment, so I could yeah. figure it out or not. And after a while of going out with girls, I was like, you know, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know, I kind of miss men. So I switched back. <laughs> I miss them. <laughs> Just a little bit. And so I switched back to um, all genders and I was going through and I met my boyfriend. <laughs> Yay. Which we really can't talk shit about because he's lovely. No, he's um, the best I have to ever. say, do you know on Tinder now, oh, you won't know this because you've not been in it for a while, but... um. I have, and there's a setting there where you can see, um, like, you can set it so that people with your preference of sexuality comes up as well. So, say you had all genders set, yeah, you're. I think you get matched with bi people as well, kind of thing. Oh. Is that is that maybe? I don't know. I need corrected on that, perhaps. Fair. But when I was doing it, I was like, "Oh, these men are bi," and there's something about a bi man. He's <laughs> like, "That could be the best of both worlds here." Yeah. Um, but no. So you met your boyfriend, who yeah. I have to add is is very comfortable with this episode going on air. <laughs> He's a lovely guy. He is the best person. I'm so happy I met him. Yeah. So tell tell us about that. So um, I don't know. We obviously matched on Tinder, and he's from Glasgow. Mm-hmm. So we talked for a while, and eventually he. Um, came up to Edinburgh and we went out for uh, dinner and drinks and then we walked around for a bit and um, he got the last train home and then the next day he uh, came back to Edinburgh again and we hung out and mm. what the next day no 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 not the next day I thought it was the next day oh sorry the next, Whoa, the next date fairy tale second date see the thing is I always write people off if I see they're from Glasgow I'm like too far <laughs> rubbish See, that's what I kind of did too, but he came up for the first two dates, and this was in May of last year, and so... Oh, um, and then yeah. we had this sad little interruption so called I, summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for the third date, I went to Glasgow, and he showed me around, and I ended up meeting his best friend, mm. and um, I was there for like 12 hours, and then unfortunately, I had to fly back home to Las Vegas for three months. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds awful, Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> 
but we we talked every single day and he asked me out this day after I got back pretty much and then he stayed with me for like a week and um yeah it feels it feels like a whirlwind because you were speaking for three months and not like dating or anything but you got back I remember going to Ellie's and she had like a jar of Scottish sweets or something and you got him American sweets (laughs) and I was like oh god they're gonna be in a relationship (laughs) oh no (laughs) my little Ellie she's gone (laughs) um no but that's fantastic so when did you have that discussion that you're by with him um on the second date I think second date yeah because I (laughs) I was telling him about how I he's the first man I've been with in a while and I've been with women and he was like so you're definitely bi then. You're not gay. You're oh. definitely you're definitely bi. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, okay. <laughs> That's kind of interesting, yeah. And it didn't like phase him at all, no, as it shouldn't. No. I'm just I'm asking these questions as a <laughs> yeah. journalist, people. I I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. yeah, he was he was totally fine with it. Um, but I think he was more concerned that I was going to realize that I was gay and not want to be with him. You know. See, and here is the problem with um, <laughs> people and bisexuality is that for some reason and I don't know why there's just this like element of extra choice Mm -hmm. that people think that bisexual people are prone to cheating yeah what do you think about that ridiculous it is ridiculous it's so ridiculous yeah I don't understand um the stigma at all like yeah I feel like if you're gonna cheat you're gonna cheat it doesn't matter what the Uh, gender is you know it doesn't matter if you have quote-unquote more options you know yeah, because you can say you have more options, but like you really don't. <laughs> meeting a girl in a nightclub is very some like if you're unless you're in a gay club, you're not going to meet another gay girl. Yeah, right. To suddenly be like gonna cheat. Exactly, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I think if you're gonna cheat, you're gonna cheat. It doesn't yeah. matter what your sexuality is. Yeah, but obviously, Kieran always knew that that was not the case. Yeah, after no. the second night, he was fine. <laughs> um, so Ellie, what kind of biphobia have you ever experienced? Because obviously, that's quite a big term. Um. So when I was first trying to explore my sexuality when I lived in Las Vegas. Um, I told my best friend at the time that I thought I might be bi, and she was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, are you sure? And I was like, you know what, maybe not. I was just, it was a joke. I was kidding, you know, because I, I didn't How old were feel you? quite safe. It, I was probably 14, 15. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and then another time I was at a sleepover with these other girls and I'm not sure how we got onto this conversation but I was just kind of sitting on my phone and and they were talking about um women and this one girl chimed in with um I just don't get how girls can kiss other girls it's so gross and I just I just don't get it and I was was sitting there and I was like oh my god I can't believe she just said that and I looked at everyone else who was there because obviously I didn't think any of them were homophobic um, and I looked at the other girls and I was just like, did she really just say that? Yeah. And no, no one said anything. So I just didn't say anything. And I just. That's died. the thing when you're young, like <laughs> you don't want to say it and kind of rock the boat a bit. Yeah. I was yeah. quite nervous because, um, I didn't know them too well. You know, I had fallen out with my other friend and so I was just making friends and it wasn't working out. Mm. And, um, so I, I just left quite early the next morning. <laughs> yeah, God. It's quite scary when you're young, isn't it? Yeah, I just didn't know what to say or what to do. I, I didn't say anything. I just looked at her. I was like, did you really just say that? Yeah. Um, and do you think that there's kind of uh, a biphobic attitude in the media, whether that's TVs or movies? This is such a funny question. Well, it's not funny at all, but funny to Ellie because <laughs> Ellie doesn't consume any form of media. <laughs> you ask her if she's seen a movie and she's like, um, no, what's that? 
a TV show? No. <laughs> I don't know what this girl does when I leave her. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not entirely sure, but I have... I've got one for you, actually, okay. because Ellie and I bonded over watching um, The Haunting of Bly Manor. <laughs> so if you don't want to know spoilers, I'd tune out now. But just, for example, there, that, lesbi- oh, that lesbian relationship. And this isn't even a biphobia, this is just homophobia. Yeah. But not homophobia, just the kind of unfair... Uh, trope that there is that lesbian relationships don't end up with happy endings, right? Yeah. Um. So the Bly Manor one, she died. Yeah. Spoiler: Danny died. Yeah. And they didn't end up in their happy ending. So that's for me is annoying. <laughs> so I'm calling that homophobia. No, but my point is that we have um. There's a new TV show called Heartstoppers. Okay. Have you seen it? I advertise not. with two young gay male. Uh, like a love interest story love story yeah and i've not seen the ending yet but i'm pretty sure from spoilers and stuff they end up together yeah how can you think of a lesbian like show that has that just cute little lesbians falling in love yeah i can't think of any maybe because i don't watch tv but (laughs) (laughs) all the movies i've watched um because I consume a lot of lesbian films and TV shows because it, it just is what I'm interested in. I find that far more entertaining and I can see myself a lot more. And they either die, one of them turns out to be straight, yeah. or um, they definitely don't end up together at all. And it's just so frustrating. I don't understand yeah. why there can't just be a nice little lesbian story. I get what you, I totally get what you mean. I feel like there needs to be more representation yeah. all around. 100%. For... I, I don't know just I feel like for all the situations mm-hmm. like I feel like I've not seen a movie or a tv show where uh, a bi woman ends up with a a girl you know mm. it's um it, like I think we kind of mentioned this before um bi women in tv shows will often end up in a hetero relationship which is obviously fine but <laughs> there's not been much representation about the other way yeah i feel like it kind of leads to the stereotype that bi people are straight yeah for you sure know? for sure because bisexual people the the, the the whole idea of being bi is that you don't know who you're going to end up with you yeah, might end exactly. up in a straight relationship of or course yeah. hetero relationship and that is fine and that show that in a tv show it's fine yeah. like, it's good to have a bisexual character but show the other side of it exactly. it's really not hard i feel like there should be representation on both ends not yeah. just one of them you know? i also think it's incredibly damaging to not have the happy lesbian you know Absolutely. story because i found growing up that when they do end up together i get bored like and, and i think i've brought that into my own relationships um and in, in my real life that when, yeah. when it's all going well i'm bored because i've not <laughs> seen like the other side of it yeah um which is really not good <laughs> really not good at all what advice do you have for other bisexual women or um queer women in general that find themselves in the situation where they're with a man they're with a boyfriend but they want to stay true to their queerness well honestly i think that if you are in a hetero relationship and you don't feel in tune with your queerness maybe they're just not the right person for you because I I'm obviously with my boyfriend but I still know I'm 100% bi you know I embrace it I I've never forgotten that once you know and it's just I don't know being in a hetero relationship doesn't really change that for me I still know I'm bi and you know obviously I still 
I'm attracted to both genders. It's not changed. I just think that if you are questioning that, maybe you should explore that more. You mm. know? Yeah, that was a really good note. I was clicking in the studio. You just couldn't see that because it was a podcast. <laughs> um, also, like big note that when you see people at Pride who might be there, like you and your boyfriend could perhaps go to Pride. Yeah. Doesn't mean that she's not bi. Or the boyfriend could be bi. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think always making sure you're embracing all ends of the community. Yeah. Would you agree? I definitely agree. Fantastic. Well, Ellie, that brings us to a close on the show. Did you have a good time? I did. I had a lovely time. You've been a fantastic guest. Thank you very much for coming on The Violet Uncut. Of course. Um, Join us on any of our other episodes where we will continue to celebrate the history, talents and stories of LGBT plus women. Thank you. Thank you.